Hey guys, this is Colin Zhu, aka The Chef Doc, and I know it's been a minute since the last time you and I have spoken, and I want to thank you so much for following the Thrive Bites podcast. And I just want to let you know that there's good reason for that, and let me explain. In almost six months, I've been working tirelessly and diligently to helping people near and far during this tumultuous year that we've had from 2020 into 2021. And I said to myself, what more can I do to inspire and impact others? And you guys know me, I'm all about thriving. I'm all about thriving from a emotional, mental, and physical standpoint. That is the reason why I wrote Thrive Medicine. And that is the reason why I started this podcast called Thrive Bites. And so I decided that I wanted to put together a virtual summit experience, gathering over 50 speakers. That includes physicians, dietitians, fitness experts, coaches, and spanning over five pillars in teaching someone else on learning how to thrive. And I call this the Thrive Formula. The five pillars consist of food as medicine, functional fitness, relationships, community, and resilience. And the reason why I've chosen to do this is because I really wanted to give more tools, more education, and more inspiration. And letting people know that they're not alone and they don't have to be ill-equipped for life and whatever life throws at you, whether it's a curveball, whether it's an obstacle, whether it's a roadblock. And I worked really hard to provide this and I'm happy to announce that it is fully released and it's fully accessible. And you may ask yourself, who is this for and what does it consist of? This is for the individual that prioritizes their health and wellness and also wants to take charge of their own well-being. It's also for the healthcare professional and the healthcare professional student because I wanted to create a summit experience that I wish I could have had when I was in school. The summit experience has over 50 plus hours plus more ranging from culinary demonstrations to fitness demonstrations to scientific medical sessions. And we answer questions like, what is Whole Foods plant-based cooking? How do I start cooking back in my kitchen? What affects my brain, gut, and immune health? What are the tools for my own emotional and mental well-being? How can I be more of service and lead by example? What kind of nutrition do I need to give my children nowadays? To how do I navigate self-doubt, self-sabotage, my inner critic? to what are the best physical movements to increase my mobility, strength, flexibility, and function. And one of my favorites is how do I create more joy, contentment, and happiness in my own life? This summit also works like a masterclass series where you get to learn and further your education. And I do this by providing quizzes with every session and I provide workbooks. And there's also recipes and very, very special speaker bonuses. You'll also have the opportunity to join a private Facebook community to further your growth and connect with like-minded individuals. So if this resonates with you, please join us on this journey to further yourself and take back 2021 and beyond. You can find us at thriveformula.co. That's T-H-E-T-H-R number five, formula.co. And come on inside and I'll see you in there. Cheers. Hey guys, welcome to Thrive Bites, the official podcast of Dr. Colin Zhu, aka The Chef Doc. 
On every episode, I talk with health and wellness experts from all over the world, such as doctors, chefs, dietitians, coaches, and many more. And I sit down with them and have casual conversations about plant-based lifestyle, how to elevate our emotional resilience, and what it really means to thrive. And I bring all of this to you. So let's get to this week's episode. Hey guys, this is a special episode on Thrive Bites presented by my good friend Meg Church, who is hosting her Relationship Breakthrough Series. And with permission, I've decided to release it as a bonus episode for you guys. So enjoy. Hey, hey, welcome to the Breakthrough Series. I am Meg Smithson, which is weird to say. Uh, I'm a relationship repair coach, really focusing on reestablishing your self-worth and then really repairing the relationships that you have with others. Uh, The whole purpose of this platform is to really dispel the myth that success happens overnight because there's no such thing. And I want you to see the nitty gritty that goes on behind the scene in the trenches. So I have amazing people on. Today, I happen to have my friend Colin. Colin, welcome. (laughs) hi (laughs) and Colin and I before he does his own intro we were just laughing about this how how amazing it is when you can just connect with people and you meet people that have been a part of your journey for a long time and have seen the evolution and the transformation stuff so we met in New York when I was living in New York he was a not a year but the class behind me in our health-based culinary school and yeah, we just become close and stuff from there. So Colin, I want you to share with them who you are, what you do, what you're about. Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hello, everyone. Um, I have to, you know, actually wave to people, you know, actually thinking like, okay, there's going to be people out there (laughs) that are probably going to wave back, you know. Um, so hi everyone. I'm Colin Zhu. Um, I, uh, man, where do I start? Um, I am a human being here sent to this or no. Um, so I'm a very good friend of Meg, um, who I call sock. And that is another uh, story in itself. Um, but yeah, we know each other for, you know, like 10 years now. And, um, I'm originally from New Jersey based in LA and uh, I'm a physician by trade, and I'm also a uh, entrepreneur, and I do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and it's uh, yeah, just loving life right now. And I'm really thankful for you to bring me on to your show and getting into the nitty gritty of stuff. <laughs> you know, we have we have so much. We already talked for like 45 minutes prior to this, which is fun. That's part of the fun of connecting and um, being on each other's platforms and stuff. So part of true connection and leading into someone to either help guide you, coach you, be a doctor, be a chef, like you're all of those things, is to really see some of the struggles that they've been through. Because especially when you're of someone of your caliber, people put you on a pedestal and they think that you don't go through self-sabotage, that you haven't faced anything, that you were just birthed from the womb, perfection. And so again, we want to dispel that myth and I want you to dive into some of the battles that you personally have faced on your journey to where you are now. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so where do I start? Uh, yeah, so basically quick snapshot is um, my journey into medicine um, started with my mom and she has been, you know, kind of the driving force um, between everything. And, uh, you know, if you ever meet my mom, she is very happy-go-lucky, blunt, very straight to the point, very Asian, um, you know. <laughs> More, if you are, are, are aware of the phrase tiger mom, she is like one level above that. And, um, but um, I've been very blessed, you know, to kind of receive that, um, you know, from her. So anyway, she, she taught me the, the values of compassion, empathy, looking at people in a very holistic manner. I didn't come from a long line of MDs. And so I went into medicine thinking I was gonna marry East and Western philosophies of medicine. And I went into medicine uh, not realizing that, you know, a lot of people are suffering from chronic lifestyle related disease, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, things like that. And so my school didn't teach me enough as, you know, a lot of doctors would, you know, uh, agree uh, and concur with that. And so I made it a point to dive deeper, to learn more and not learn just about nutrition, but dive deeper in terms of learning where our food came from, how it's sourced, um, you know, how do flavor profiles come together, you know, using all five senses and, you know, just looking at the back end and uh, diving deeper with that. And so that's how Meg and I uh, crossed paths with one another. And for me, it was a magical time. Um, yeah you know, being immersed there, living in the city, um, you know, for me, it was a hop, skip and a jump away. Um, you know, Meg, you know, is from Indiana, so I'm sure she can, you know, contrast the, you know, the, the differences in environment. And uh, from there, I just, you know, people ask me, why did I do it? You know, was it just a hobby and stuff like that? And I was like, no, it was really meant that, you know, I felt deep inside that, you know, I really needed to educate people and teach people. And at the same time, I was working on my own self-work um, around the same time. And it's been, you know, like a decade long now. And uh, after, you know, I got trained in family medicine, family practice, um, I just went around, you know, the country, publicly spoke, um, demonstrated workshops. And then since then, I built a brand uh, that started four years ago called The Chef Doc. And I wrote a book and hosted a podcast and um, or hosting. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, I put myself in many different uh, shoes because I'm a person that loves to uh, just get into the thick of things and see what happens, you know? Well, I, I also think it's, it's interesting because when we met, there were parts of our lives because you said there was there was some personal stuff, you know, that we were both were going through. We met at a point where we were both hot messes in some ways coming together to actually heal and allow ourselves to heal and to talk about things that people don't want to talk about, whether it's self-sabotage, you know, relationship struggles, um, self-worth struggles and not really seeing your full potential. And I think uh, I don't think I know how powerful it is to have people like that in your life people in your life that are that bridge that allow you to walk side by side to another side yeah. and not leave you. I think that that's part of coaching. I think that's part of what you do with helping people and truly caring and having that compassion versus me, 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 
It's all about me because that that happens a lot in your profession too. You've seen it. It's something that I know gets under your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what have some of those inner battles been for, like for you as far as getting to that doctorate level? I know what they are, but as far as like what what things came up that you had to actually face and deal with? Yeah, thanks for the question. Um, so there's a lot. I hope you're ready. Um, <laughs> So when you and I met, it was between medical school. So I we did I did culinary school in between medical school and my residency training. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, at that point, I was kind of still figuring out what kind of professional I was going to be, not necessarily in terms of what kind of specialist, right? Whether you're a primary care or a surgeon or a specialist or anything like that, not like that. It was more of, you know, who, who was I going to be? And that time I had about like nine months of free time to play around with. And that's how, you know, I was able to do the whole curriculum, but I was still, you know, just starting to glean, you know, who I was and, you know, what my journey meant and what do I essentially do, you know, at the end of the day. And, um, I dove deep, you know, I read, you know, uh, a lot of self-help. I attended a lot of personal development conferences. You know, you were there, you had like mountains of books that you were going through and journaling and stuff. And so, um, yeah. And then, um, and it didn't start and end there. It continued, um, during training. I don't talk about this a lot. Um, I do talk about it in my book. Um, when I started my residency training for those of you that, um, our doctor or know someone that went through the medical profession. Uh, everyone's different. I can't speak on everyone, but it's hard. It's challenging. It's difficult. It's one of the most rigorous times, you know, for a physician to be in. Um, it's almost like a hazing process. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell into depression my first year. Um, and, um, and that was hard, you know, um, and I was still surrounded by my family mm-hmm. who you know are really close to me and i still felt like i couldn't get out type of feeling um after i completed training um i dove deeper in terms of like how do i continue to evolve myself and so i had battles of for example imposter syndrome where you know from a physician standpoint it's like huh you know this person has X number of certifications and degrees and does this and this amount of research and blah, blah, blah. And I was comparing myself to that and I felt like I wasn't enough. Um, and uh, yeah, even in the beginning of my physician career, I worked as a traveling physician. And what that means is I went to different parts of the country and filled it, filled in the place of others that couldn't work to help out an office or a clinic. So someone that passes on takes leave maternity. Um, you know, I was there as a kind of like a substitute teacher, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I did that for five years, um, you know, after I graduated from my residency uh, training and yeah, I went through a lot of personal battles, you know, with that, with relationships and professionally and stuff. But overall um, I think the through line was I, kept to myself. The common denominator was me at my core, spiritually and energetically never changed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if I ask my friends this, um, I actually, you know, ask my friends this, the ones I've known, like, since the sixth grade, since college, have I changed over time? Because sometimes, you know, when you go through college or go through a graduate, you know, program or get into a certain career, certain people change, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I was really relieved that I didn't, I felt like I didn't, but you know, it's like, um, I needed that outward perspective. And so the through line of it all was, you know, I kept to myself, I remained authentic. I remained honest because at the end of the day, no matter who I became professionally or publicly, I needed to know that I was being a role model and whatever I was preaching, quote unquote, out there that I walked it, you know, I walked it, you know, I struggled with it. I triumphed through it and I wanted to help others get through that. So my whole theme overall, um, you know, the different things that you may or may not see is the whole theme of it is thriving. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I needed to personally thrive before I can teach someone else how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And again, that that's a misconception that people think that people doing what you do or what I do, that we didn't have to go through that. <laughs> As you say, your, your through line, I mean, all of these things we, we do to ourselves first, we have to learn ourselves. And some of them we may not learn until further down the road, but it's like continuing to experiment, just like we learned in integrative nutrition on yourself first, and then you learn, and then you can add on to that. Um, I know that part of your, like, I, I call this, how did you break up with the inner bully? Because what happens is along this journey, and especially in the imposter syndrome, all of our uh, not attractive thoughts come to the surface and try to keep you safe and try to keep you in this comfort zone. Like, no, you don't want to do that. That's too risky. So our bully comes out. And a lot of times we think we're being bullied from people outside of us, which, you know, can happen too. whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's enemies in school. But what we do is we're playing over and over again, and it becomes the soundtrack of our lives if we're not careful. And then you add that in with our own struggles, and then it's just playing 24-7 over and over and over again. So how did you break up with the bully? Like what kinds of things did you invest in yourself to get through yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think there was one thing. Um, I think it was multiple things, you know, from my years of, you know, diving deep into books and attending, uh, you know, seminars and conferences. Um, I think my, fa- my closest fr- family and friends um, helped ground me. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, will continue to be the most humbling part of my journey. Um, I think a big part of it was, you know, this was way before COVID was I traveled a lot. Mm -hmm. And if you know me, I love to travel. Mm -hmm. And I find that the world, you know, is the greatest teacher, whether if you're out in the world in your own backyard, or literally, you know, half a world away. And I've been blessed to, um, and fortunate and humble enough to touch every continent on the planet. And by doing that, um, by myself, um, by doing that, you know, you learn through a lot of stuff. Um, you learn, you learn, you know, what makes you uncomfortable, what you can tolerate, not tolerate, 
um, who you choose to accept in your life and don't accept. Um, and, um, you know, it allowed me to reinforce curiosity. It allowed me to reinforce open-mindedness. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it was my greatest teacher, you know what I'm saying? And, um, I'm humbled by it every, every time. And you get to see other people out in the world, their customs, their cultures, how they look at the world. And you also see reflections of yourself in that other person, mm -hmm. you know, um, their experiences that I will, you know, kind of carry with me for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, it's just, a, it's a magical place, you know what I'm saying? But it's also just as important to travel deep within yourself as well. And throughout that process, I journaled and, you know, a lot of it went into my book and, you know, things like that. So I think traveling was a large part of breaking up uh, with the bully, which I don't think, I think it's a process. I think it's a practice. I don't think it's, you know, unless you can turn off your mind, um, it's, 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 it's a constant, um, you know, uh, better managing system that you create in terms of like, you know, quote unquote, suppressing it. Um, so. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Colin Zhu, aka The Chef Doc, and thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to my podcast. On my podcast, we talk about eating and cooking and living from a whole foods, plant-based approach. And between my patients, clients, and my audience listeners, I get a lot of questions of, hey doc, how do I get started on how to set up a kitchen? Or what should I buy? What should I make? Is there something beyond a salad, broccoli, and a smoothie? I know in our fast-paced life and during a pandemic, it is much more challenging to be able to teach yourself and learning how to cook. And so I partner up with Listenable, who is a leader in audio educational courses that are bite-sized. And I went ahead and created a course on how to get started on a whole foods plant-based lifestyle. And in this course, I put in my best tips, tools, and tricks on everything that I've learned on how to get someone started to eating more plants, getting healthier for you and your family. I talk about how to set up your kitchen from the pantry to the fridge, the freezer, to how to navigate the supermarket, to what kind of utensils and appliances one needs to have, to what do we need to make, how to meal prep, what kind of cooking techniques there are, and what exactly is whole foods plant-based. And I'm able to make this course over 10 lessons. Each of those lessons are less than 10 minutes long. And you'll be able to finish this in an hour. You could even do it while commuting, exercising, or even walking your dog. And in addition, you can choose from over 3,000 plus original audio lessons created by well-loved experts. Just use the coupon code ColinZhu, C-O-L-I-N-Z-H-U, on Listenable.io, and you'll be able to get 30% off a year of Listenable. So definitely check that out in the show notes, and check out the course on how to get started on a whole foods plant-based lifestyle. And I'll see you there. Thanks for listening. And now back to Thrivebytes. Welcome back to Thrivebytes. Let's get back to the interview. 
Well, I was also thinking too, uh, this was something I think that was left out, especially during your biggest struggles, your biggest battles around the time when we met, you had a coach. I remember you had Mm -hmm. a coach and you had someone that like the power of coaching is for them to see something in you that maybe you lost sight of or that you didn't know was there or they saw the potential in you and they could help feed that Mm -hmm. get you out of that funk. And I think that the power of coaching is, it's one of the greatest investments that you can give to yourself, especially when you're in a funk. So I don't know if you want to talk about that at all, because I was like, Colin, you got to say that. I know you had a coach. I've actually had three, to be honest. Um, I've had three and they, um, I've never been, I definitely advocate therapy. Mm-hmm. I've personally haven't had it, but I've had coaching and I've had three of them. Um, and they, they kind of served differently because my life over time um, evolved, right? But in the beginning, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Um, you know, this is crazy, um, things like that. But I was struggling at that point. I was, man, I was really at my lowest, um, I would say. And, um, you know, I needed someone outside of my family. Um, because if you come from a supportive family, um, you know, they have their perspectives and opinions and, but what's tied with that is emotions. There's an emotional energy that's tied with that. And that sometimes can create a very cloudy situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, the coach is more of an objective point of view. They don't really know you. They don't have emotions involved. You know, they're not really a tie to you. Mm -hmm. And so, and it, you know, people come in different forms, you know, um, there's different styles of coaching. Um, the one that I have initially had, uh, initially was more of a spiritual intuitive. So she was very energy, energetically sensitive. Um, she can, you know, tap in, uh, you know, on a very, very deeper level without you explaining too much, right. you know? So I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So everyone is different, you know? Um, but the point is, is that having someone there with you to kind of not necessarily hold your hand, but mm-hmm. someone to kind of guide you um, as you're going through life um, is super important, super mm-hmm. important. You know, I personally can admit that I don't have everything figured out. I've had a lot of people that I needed to rely and depend on and needed their support. Mm-hmm. And I stand on the shoulders of others be, you know, before me. Um, so I can do, you know, my personal best to serve others, you know, but that doesn't, you know, that needed to come, you know, from assistance from others. There's no way that we can do what we do in this world without others. You know, I think that's just, um, I don't know, misconception, a myth, or, you know, you're just lying yourself if you think, you know, you are, that's too much ego you're in. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, it's at that time I was able to let my guard down, be curious, be open-minded in order for that process to actually manifest the way it did, you know? So just like in relationships, if you have your guard up, your walls up, you're going to get one experience versus if you didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I, and I think it's, it's amazing, especially, I think that this is a topic of conversation that doesn't get discussed that often 
Mm -hmm. Um, because some of the people, for example, that I looked up to, I didn't realize they'd ever had a coach. They never talked about it. So I just thought again, like I said, that they just were born this way and they didn't have the same struggles. So I think when people openly talk about it and talk about the investment versus the return, like, can you imagine like, look, like looking back at your life pre three coaches ago, how stuck you might still be because like you had said, your family has feelings that are attached. They have all your mistakes that are attached. They have all the mess ups, the all, all the things that are still attached to that. So they're going to be more wary of you trying something new. They may want you to do it, but they're, they're like, hey, remember that time where these coaches, they don't know that yet until you start sharing that information. They just see what you bring to the table for each call. And again, it's almost like they give you a lifeline of belief. Like, here you go. Just use this for right now. Let's see if it helps carry you over just a little bit versus staying stuck, you know, in the mind drama. the drama. Yeah. And if I may, I, I, I will share this is that, you know, I didn't grow up with a strong, you know, male figure. Um, you know, I'm a first generation Chinese American. My parents are immigrants and my father was not that role for me. Um, he was there physically and provided what he thought um, that he needed to provide. Um, but I didn't receive, um, you know, that kind of like male emotional support um, that I needed. And I'm an eldest sibling. Um, so I don't have an older sibling to go to, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, you know, I have a lot of male friends that I eventually needed to rely on, but over time I needed to kind of cultivate myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that ties into it. Um, you know, there's a lot of my inner bully or inner critic was, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself mm-hmm. uh, and that comes from many different sources. Um, and so it's still navigating, you know, through that, you know, uh, like I said, I don't think it's something that can be completely gone. It's really developing a system and processes of being able to manage that, you know, better. So it doesn't really get to you as often. So. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, again, I think that having a coach in situations like that helped fill in the gaps, Mm -hmm. you know, or it just, there's not enough positive things I can say about that. And I think sometimes, um, family stuff can really get in the way of that if we allow it to, because we look at what other people have or don't have, or even some of the things that we feel like you grew up with both your parents in your life, but yet there was still a void in some ways. So you compare yourself to people that had both parents and that learned a lot and did these different things with their father. And that wasn't your experience. Sometimes I think you even probably hid that or didn't talk about it because you're like, well, at least my dad was in my life. Mm-hmm. There is, I don't know. There's just a lot of, I think there's a lot of shame or there's a lot of comparison around pain in the family dynamic that prevents us from actually sharing it because mm-hmm. it's not as bad as X, Y, Z that had to go through this. Or if, if I had to share that story before, I mean that. So when I uncovered that portion, um, that was during the time that we met, mm-hmm. um, before that, I did not share that. Um, but, you know, I share that um, because it's important. It's important to who I am now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more you uncover who you are, then, you know, then you can understand, 
you know, because we're looking for connection. We're looking for relatedness. We're looking for, you know, understanding uh, humanity, you know, as the common thread, you know, because there's so many things that's happening in this world because our lack of understanding of humanity, a lack of upset, uh, um, um, acceptance right. of each other, you know, when the common denominator is right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And so we need to do our part to kind of do that. Um, but yeah, I, um, you know, my mother is a stark contrast from my father in terms of parenting styles. So I had that to compare, you know? Um, so yeah, but I think it really added to who I became. I wouldn't, you know, I accept my father for where he is, what he's lived through, what he knows and not know. Mm -hmm. um, and I just said to myself, I would do something different, you know, when I become a parent, um, you know, I will, you know, do certain things and not do certain things. So at the end of the day, it's all about choice. Um, and I've been very uh, lucky enough to kind of be aware that I also don't want to pass on to the next generation this perpetual cycle of suffering in you know in certain forms and a lot of people don't understand that as well you know because by there's a lot of issues i mean like by 2050 we're going to be 10 billion you know and there's so many effects spiritually from humanity when it's when it's that number you already see the effects physically Mm -hmm. from that number on the environment and xyz so i i'm a big believer that you can pass on misery you know to the next generation and your own form of suffering um but you have to be aware of it yes. first you have to work on it be aware of it and then choose to pass it on or not pass it on because it will get passed on whether you are it, you know it or not, you know what I'm saying? So a kind, a part of it is your duty, you know, to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, which is a lot to ask, but you know, it's just depending on whether you want that for the next generation. I personally don't want that. I don't even want that in my own, <laughs> you know, current, you know, lifetime, <clears throat> let alone pass it on. So it's a lot of things, you know, we can go so many different directions, but like, it's just, understanding because mental health is so important right now mm -hmm. but i think pandemic was just a messenger yep. to a deeper issue you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like the pandemic was a messenger to social injustice to mm -hmm. racial injustice it's just a messenger yeah. you know it was it was a messenger to allow us to reflect and go deeper within ourselves and have the opportunity to be to pivot and be more resilient you know, in our personal life, in our professional life. Okay. I lost my business. You know, I'm a small business owner. I lost my business or I lost my job or, you know, but it gives you the opportunity, you know, because I'm more of a silver linings guy. It gives you the opportunity to, you know, find something different and look for something better for yourself, for your family to pivot. And I think that's the greatest superpower as a human species, uh, because we, we love looking up to superheroes. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's our superpower is to, is our resiliency and our ability to pivot. So. Well, and I think that that word in and of itself leads us to your big thing. That is something that you've become, something that you're representing, something that is a, your brand, something that's become your baby. 
during this whole thing. And so before I even get into that, I, I think it's really neat to go through the process. Like you figure out like what we've talked about, your battles, you figure out how to, to break up with them and how to get out of your own way and out of your own head so that you can do epic stuff in the world. Like I'm about to share with what Colin's doing. So someone he's become besides the chef doc, besides an author, besides an epic human being, helping people live their best lives and to thrive. He is now officially almost it's almost out there a, a virtual summit creator. And so what that looks like, and I'm going to have him dive into it because this is an invite to you guys is he's created a virtual summit during a pandemic. There's five different pillars. All of them start with an R. One of them is resilient. And another one I know is, is relationships. Cause I was a speaker on that. <laughs> but they're all tools to really help you get out of your own way in those five different levels. Yeah. And it's amazing. I'm already so excited and proud of you to see this thing like that you had an idea and now it's like coming out into the world. So <laughs> share with them what it is, the purpose and how they can get their hands on it. Okay, here we go. So I'm very excited to uh, let you guys know that there is going to be a summit coming your way um, on May the 5th. Uh, and it was very intentional. Um, and it's called the Thrive Formula. It's under his name. Right? It's right, right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the Thrive Formula is basically, I like to describe it as, it's a virtual summit at the end of the day, but, at, but how I would describe it to people is that it's a thriving masterclass series. And it's based off of the five pillars. Um, some of them do start with ours. So it's relationships, resilience, uh, community, oh, uh, food as medicine, and functional fitness. Why did I think they all start with R? I was trying to figure out how you were going to do those two. I'm like, Rx. <laughs> Rx, yeah, that's a really good one. Hey, guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. This is Dr. Colin Zhu, AKA the Chef Doc. I just wanna take a few moments of your time to talk to you about something. Something that I feel needs to give reflection and pause for. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, I've been on the self-work journey for a decade now. And I remember in my personal experiences, uh, through my doctor's journeys and also from traveling the world, I was always searching for the next step or thinking that happiness was a destination. However, it's not. What I found instead was that life was a process and learning about life was also a process and a practice and that the state of happiness and the state of joy and contentment was also a practice. For those of you who don't know, since I don't share that much on my podcast, is that I actually battle with anxiety, OCD, and in the past, episodes of depression. However, little by little, step by step, after seeking extra help, I've been able to achieve monumental things in my life that I've been eternally grateful for. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. 
There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. A couple of reviews. This is by Rebecca Raymer. Becky has literally saved my life by truly understanding me. She has given me self-talk strategies and different thought pattern exercises that have made me stronger and a more aware person. I am so, so grateful to have found her. I've been to so many different therapists and none have helped me like Becky has. This is another review for Adam Johnson. I've had counselors before, both on BetterHelp and in person through work. And Adam, by far, is the best counselor I've ever talked with. I feel like he actually listens to and what is going on. He asks questions to help you navigate your thoughts. And you can tell that he is listening and wants you to help you. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash the chef doc. That's better H E L P and join the over 1.4 million people taking charge of their mental state with the help of an experienced professional special offer for thrive Bite listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash the chef doc T H E C H E F D O C. Thank you for listening guys. And back to the episode. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. Um, so yeah, so the five pillars. So I chose these pillars because through my personal and professional experience that you know I shared a little bit with you guys just now, um, I personally needed to thrive in my own life. You know, I needed to, you know, live, you know, a very deep and fulfilling life on my own. Not knowing that I was going to do this, but, you know, I, I was like, why am I here? You know, what am I, you know, what, what is my purpose? And um, I just love, love life. I love living it. I love learning about it. I love tripping over it. I love making mistakes. I love failing. Um, but, but, you know, what, what happened throughout that time was I kept, I kept going up. I kept getting up. I kept being, pushing myself forward people continue to push me forward. And so, you know, I started the chef doc four years ago, you know, I wrote a book about thriving, I host a podcast. But my latest iteration with the summit came during the pandemic, because I said to myself, how do I impact and inspire people more, right? Mm -hmm. Um, As a physician, I really, really enjoy teaching and educating people on a one on one basis. But I felt like that was a very uh, inefficient way to reach people. And so that's why I created my brand four years ago. The virtual summit is really to acknowledge that people are living in a virtual space. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being in the world, in person, you know, interacting with people. But I said to myself, what can I do more to impact people? And so I had this crazy notion of you know, doing a summit. And um, I just pretty much gathered 
50 plus, it's officially 52 um, speakers, um, experts, you know, passionate people like Meg, um, you know, to really come on and help me do this because I knew that I couldn't do this by myself. Mm -hmm. And I take elements from a scientific medical conference that I enjoyed. I take elements from, you know, a personal development conference that I enjoyed over the years. And I just really blended them together. So what you'll, you know, get is, you know, you have, uh, 50 plus hours of uh, sessions um, talking about each one of those pillars. You know, we talk about why we need to reestablish cooking as a lifestyle using, you know, from a more whole foods plant-based approach. We talk about why we need to continue to move, not necessarily to achieve an ultra marathon or to compete at a CrossFit games, but how do we stay limber and flexible and maintain our physical bodies through life's day-to-day obstacles? We talk about relationships, you know, our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with others, and, you know, uh, our relationship to something bigger than us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Resiliency, man, and an emotional and mental, like, toolkit on how to combat you know, things in front of us, people, events, life's curves, balls, you know, trauma, our past, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about community, um, how to be of service to someone else, how to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Um, what is our environmental uh, footprint? Um, you know, things like that. So you get demonstrations, you get food demonstrations, you get fitness demonstrations, you get really you know, vulnerable talks, you know, kind of like what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, almost exactly what, <laughs> what we're doing right now. And uh, it's powerful and it's there forever. You know, it's not a one-time deal. It's not, it's not like a one-week event. It's there forever. It's not a live event. They're all pre-recorded, but it's, uh, it's evergreen. You know, you'll have lifetime access and it's there to help you. My hope is people come away with three things, inspiration, education and practical tools on learning how to thrive. You know what I'm saying? And it's so much, so much. So no, it's already awesome. Who who was your guinea pig? <laughs> Meg was very, very uh very uh um he was very courteous <laughs> in being our first you know session. Uh you're like you want to be my guinea pig? I'm like yeah <laughs> Because I was like, this is all or nothing. So if this session sucked, well, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, no, no. She was amazing. Obvious because, you know, she's amazing at what she does and her story. You know, you guys know her. And um, yeah, we just dove deep um, into, you know, everything um, revolving around relationships. But, you know, we have a lot of other good speakers talking about, um you know, just, uh, different, different things, you know, um, you know, the website is there, uh, the website is oriented in a way where the speakers, you know, uh, talk about, you know, I have it listed what they're going to going to teach. And I think you will have a, I know you're going to get a really, really unique experience because personally, I don't, I haven't been to a conference. I created it from the perspective that I wish I had this mm-hmm. when I was a medical student, you know, uh, when I was, you know, a younger, a lot younger person, <laughs> you know, going into the world, you know, because we came into life, what, without a instruction manual. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to kind of curate an experience, a series for people that, you know, 
at least offers a foundational, what I like to call a thriving tool, you know, toolkit, you know, for people. And so, um, yeah, it's my first one. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So, well, and I, I think it's really neat from being a part of it and also getting ready to watch it, like actually be birthed into the world. The variety of people there's me included, there's four people in it that I know. Um, and just being able to touch on different points. So it's kind of like one of the things we used to love in New York was to grab hot tea or coffee or whatever and chill and like talk. So it's like being able to dive deeper and just listen to other people's conversations that held a safe space to allow them to open up and share. And essentially that's what you've created. You create a safe space for people to show up, become aware of some problems or some issues or, you know, things that they didn't know what was going on with themselves. Like, Oh, me too. And having, <laughs> having the solutions or the toolkit, like you said, in order yeah. to, you know, apply it because that's a big thing that you want to do. And that's what I want to do too. You want to give people actionable items. So then that, that is leaving feeling good that you want them to actually go through and do something about it. Yeah. I had to handpick people um, that I felt obviously people have, you know, their professions or expertise. They're really good at what they do. But I handpicked people that you know, really brought it in terms of, you know, just reaching through the screen, right? And being able to resonate on some level to the other person that's watching, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, I wanted to learn eating, incorporating more plants into my diet, for example, or, you know, I'm not good at fitness, you know, what can I learn from these guys? Or, you know, I don't like to be vulnerable. Um, I don't like to open up, you know, but what are experts talking about, you know, with that? Um, I didn't know that, you know, as a human species, we are doing this to our, our environment. We talk about that. So I've done my best to kind of curate, you know, every angle, you know, not just from an individual, because in order to thrive, it's important to do that on an individual level, but it's more important to do that as a community, as a tribe, as a network. That's why Meg has her, you know, Slayers, you know, group um, and her community, you know, and she, you know, she's doing, you know, um, her, her best and leading that, that pack. And, you know, I wanted to create uh, a community, you know, for people as well. And honestly, you know, it's like this, similarly like this, where I'm there with them. You know, it's not just a bunch of talking heads and demonstrators. I'm there with with them. I'm asking them the questions. I'm, you know, putting uh, putting because a lot of it, a lot of it is scripted, and a lot of it is also unscripted. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it's uh, it's really interesting. It's a very dynamic. Uh, every session, you know, is very dynamic and engaging in their own way. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, and um, you're gonna get something you know, prepare, you know, your notebook, prepare your journal, prepare, you know, you're going to be learning a lot of stuff, you know, and, um, you know, I've done my best to kind of, you know, over deliver value to people, you know, who, uh, who decide to, uh, you know, jump on in. So um, not just, not just taking back this year, but, you know, for the rest of our lives, you know, so. Yay. Guys, this is like the Thrive King here. <laughs> Get back in the house. <laughs> that is life. 
Oh, um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on here. I really hope that this connected with people. I hope that they can see themselves in you or that they learn something new from you. And I really hope that they connect with you through what you're putting out into the world with the summit, with the podcast. You might also do a shout out for that, too. I can't remember what episode I was. I was season three of yours. Ooh, uh, hmm. I do not remember what season you were. Well, but to give you something with that, I remember there was one day, like I hadn't listened to it yet. Mm-hmm. And I like saved it to listen to it. Cause you have to kind of be in the right frame of mind to hear yourself sometimes. And yeah. I remember I was in a state of mind where I needed my own coaching. I was like, you did a good job, Meg. I needed that. <laughs> so I think that that's a good sign when you- That is a good sign when you hear yourself. Help yourself yeah I, yeah when you hear yourself and you're like because i think i was interviewed you know similar to this like oh, like 12 times last year and um you know sometimes you get tired of hearing yourself and like you said like you have to be in the right mind frame and then there's one episode that i did and i was like huh you know you're like that's pretty good <laughs> wait what that was me <laughs> you're like who is that guy um, you know, because I'm very critical of myself, um, you know, like, you know, we're talking about and, uh, yeah, that's super important, but I do want to share with um, people of your audience that, um, you know, we are going through an early bird campaign. And so, you know, if, if it resonates with you, um, I do have a, a code to share for people that will kind of end by Friday call, uh, it's 75, uh, early bird. Um, so that will get you 75% off, uh, right now before it launches May the 5th. And then it will just, you know, continue for, um, you know, in that manner. So yeah, I'll share that with Meg and, um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm excited to share it with the world. Um, you know, we got, we're getting sponsors on it. Uh, we just had a press release with it. Um, we have not one, but five keynote uh, speakers, one for every pillar. Um, I wanted to make this as different as possible. And yeah, we have like ultra marathoners there. We have fitness trainers there. We have chefs there. Half of the speakers are physicians, um, dietitians, like so many, so many great people, so many great people. And they love what they're doing. And their main goal is really to, you know, resonate and impact other people. I handpicked people that aligned with, you know, my mission on helping others to thrive. And, um, you know, collectively, you know, you know, individually, we are, you know, powerful, you know, uh, forces, but like together, oh man, together, it's like a tsunami. So it's uh, in a good way, in a good way. and, uh, you know, so I, I'm excited to share with everyone. Um, so, and I'm super excited that Meg was on it. So <laughs> for that, we will share the link to where you can grab that. And, uh, Colin, thank you so much. I am so grateful that we crossed paths back when we were hot messes. <laughs> and what is, what, how do you say it? It was a hot mess, hot mess express or the- right in the hot mess express right there. <laughs> <laughs> you have like the most interesting name. <laughs> so fun. Well, guys, thank you so much. Uh, stay tuned till next time, and we will definitely connect you with Colin. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
please subscribe and follow for new episodes. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts.